Hi, this is Christy Smith. Welcome to the Step Into Your Strength podcast. In this podcast, we are going to explore how you can step into your own strength, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Whether in your workouts, your relationships, your mindset, or your soul, strength elevates your confidence and courage so that you can live out of your truest self. I am so excited to be on this journey with you as you step into strength. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Step Into Your Strength podcast. This is Christy Smith, and I am so excited to be with you here today. It is a gorgeous day in Austin. We have like an unseasonably, I don't want to say it's like cool, but it's not hot (laughs) day, so it's just beautiful, and um, I wanted to share with you guys a little bit in real time. So, you know, a lot of times it's easier to share or... um, explain things when you're far away, but I want to kind of explain some things that I am learning about in real time because I think it's really powerful and I think that for such a time as this, we need it more than ever. So I want to tell you that I am learning as I go. Um, I'm not an expert on this yet, but um, I want to share with you a few things that I've learned about the strength that comes from choosing love. Now, when we think about love, I think we think a lot of times as love as a verb, you know, love is an action, loving our children, loving our spouses, loving our neighbors, what that might look like, you know, um, and that, that's absolutely true. So love might look like, you know, making our kids lunches. It might look like giving them a hug when they're sad. It might look like putting them ahead of ourselves sometimes, not all the time, um, Sacrificing our time and doing things for them. With our spouses, it might mean communicating. It might mean spending time with them, asking them how they're doing, reconnecting in the ways that we need to, maybe running an errand for our spouses or um, being a team, like showing up as a teammate. Um, With our friends, love might look like, you know, bringing a friend her favorite Starbucks, going on a walk with her, listening to what's going on in her life, being there to support her in the happy times and the hard times. So those are absolutely ways that love shows up, that love is action. But I want to talk to you today about choosing love as your energy source. So we're talking about stepping into your strength, becoming the strongest woman you can be. And I am really passionate about doing that in a physical way because it creates longevity in our lives. It helps us to live longer lives. It helps us to increase the quality of our lives. It helps to prevent disease, especially going forward as we age. It helps to boost our immune system so that even now as we're going into the winter, we can be stronger. It helps us to sleep better. You know, we know that there are so many benefits to becoming physically strong. But what happens when we step into our strength in an emotional and spiritual way. And I'm going to tell you one of the most powerful ways you can do that today in this choice of stepping into love. When we choose love as our source of energy in our life, we are choosing to not live our lives out of fear. So fear and love cannot coexist together. And if you've looked around lately, and if you've felt the, the tension in the air, there is so much fear. 
Unfortunately, fear sells really well. Fear gets our attention, and there are a lot of things that want our attention right now. And then just as humans, we can tend to naturally be fearful depending on the families we grew up in, the things that we were taught, the belief systems that we might have. Even some religious beliefs really lead us into a place of fear. And we know beyond a shadow of a doubt, whether you're coming from a psychological perspective, whether you're coming from a medical perspective, whether you're coming from a spiritual perspective, that fear does not serve us as human beings. It is something that tends to bring us to our lowest level of behavior and really the root of all of our negative emotions, whether that's anger or jealousy or anxiety or, you know, we have all this range, right, of emotions, negative emotions that we feel. As we dig deeper below the surface of those emotions, we can nearly always root them down into fear. As we uncover the anger, underneath is hiding fear. As we uncover the jealousy, underneath is hiding fear. So I've been really digging into that lately because I am an incredibly fearful person. It is how my brain was set up. As a child, You know, there was a lot of just worry in my life about certain things, and that has just followed me all through adulthood. And so a few years ago, you know, I started working on this through my times of just silence every morning and really tapping into this, you know, what is going on in my head, separating myself from the thoughts, the anxious thoughts that can tend to be in my head and realizing they are not reality, that a lot of the things that I'm fearful of um, aren't actually happening. They're things either from the past or things I'm worried about coming up in the future. But I've used some resources. One, the first one, which is my absolute favorite on this, there's a book uh, by a psychiatrist and it's called Love is Letting Go of Fear. And he is so great because he actually adds these very funny illustrations in there. And I think obviously he understands neurology very well and how the human mind works. But because of the illustrations in this book, you can remember these concepts throughout your day much easier. And basically, the idea is we can choose how we want to see the world. Um, We can choose whether we want to look at the world through glasses of love or glasses of fear, like eyeglasses. Um, And our past, the way we were raised, our belief systems can tend to color those glasses or determine which pair of glasses we choose in our lives. The thing is, when you start to choose to see the world in love, it's not in a way that you are being unrealistic about the hurt and the pain in the world. If anything, it gives you this supercharge of strength to let yourself empathize with with what's going on because you believe that there is something that is stronger and greater, and that is love. Um, With all the hurt that is going on in ourselves, And in the entire world, I think it's more important than ever that we choose to not let fear determine the way that we live our lives. So I have a few tips for you on choosing love over fear. And the first tip is to be very, very careful of who you let determine the thoughts that are in your mind. 
And this is a really practical one, especially in this day and age, because we all love the social media, right? I can't even get into my email. I have a few email accounts, and um, one of them I have to access by going to the homepage, where they always have news headline teasers, right? And they know, based on what I've clicked on, exactly what's going to get me to click. And if y'all have watched the documentary on Netflix recently, The Social Dilemma, it is so fascinating just how smart the people are who have created these algorithms and they're not bad people like there's some really actually conscious people who give interviews in that movie um, but basically it knows exactly what I'm going to click and it's amazing to me how I can be having a perfectly wonderful day and I can think oh I need to recheck that email from the teacher and the minute I go into that account and see these news headlines I can feel the chemistry in my body shift. I can feel myself become fearful when I see a headline about something happening that might happen to me and I get scared, right? We all know the feeling. The same way on social media, you can be having the best day ever and all of a sudden you see something that is a trigger to your fear. It can also be the fear of missing out, right? We know that. Um, the fear of missing out, we probably all experienced it, but when was the last time you saw someone doing something you love to do and you were up to your arms and doing something you do not like to do? That creates this chemical response in our body. And it is a place of usually discomfort, of pain, you could even say. So limiting those things, um, what I've been doing, I am not perfect at this, but I have been uh, choosing the social media platforms that really caused me to go into that fear place. And I've actually been doing my best to stay off of them as much as I can. And this is not a perfect thing where you need to feel shame, but just do it to the best of your ability. And when you do find yourself back on, be curious. Be curious about how it affects the way that you feel. The social media platforms that I find that I can be on in moderation, and I say this very cautiously because the last few days I've been on this particular platform, um, for probably an hour a day where I had um, been kind of staying off of it. It has changed, number one, my productivity. It's changed my creativity. It changes like, yes, I connect with my friends on this platform, but I could connect to my friends even easier and in a more genuine way, really just by re reaching out with a text or a phone call or even better, a walk. Um, so just kind of be thinking about that. So what I've been doing with that platform is logging in, letting myself cruise, post, put stories in, whatever, for like an hour, and then I delete the app from my phone. Okay, this is not a perfect solution because, of course, I can go to the App Store and just re-download it to my phone, but it's just those extra steps. I have to go to the App Store. I have to download the app. I have to put in all my password again. Um, so just I've been trying to create some barriers for myself because my own um, self-control isn't necessarily the best. So just kind of an idea. So one step in choosing love over fear is watching our interaction on social media platforms and um, just on the internet in general or news um, media in general and uh, just limiting those things. Okay, another way is by actively choosing to see the love that is around you. Um, recently, I, I got back into doing a gratitude practice and I'm going to just be brutally honest with y'all. Gratitude practice doesn't do a whole lot for me because this is how I tend to do it. I do it very quickly. You know, I put it on my list. I have a journal that has 
um, a spot at the top that says three things I'm grateful for. And I'm really appreciative for that prompt. It's a great way to start the day. However, I tend to put on there, you know, my husband, my kids, my healthy body, you know, the food in my pantry, right? And it doesn't really create a strong response. And so I really gave up on that practice. Lately, I've revisited that gratitude practice. I did it once on a walk. I was just kind of thinking about it. I was probably listening to a podcast and they mentioned gratitude. And I just decided to step into it a little bit differently and let my body feel the gratitude. And what I mean is this. So I thought about, I am grateful for my husband. And I just kind of thought about my life with my husband. I thought about how the minute I walked through the door, he would be willing to give a hug to me, that if I told him that there was something on my mind, he'd be willing to listen to me. And I just thought about that kind of companionship, how much that means to me. And I let myself feel that on a cellular level. Like I let myself really lean into that. And then I thought about my new little baby girl. And instead of just thinking like, oh, I'm thankful for Weston, I let myself just think of what it feels like to hold her in my arms and the magic of this little baby skin and this little baby head and the sweet surprise that I never would have dreamt in a million years that I would be holding a baby in my 40s. I mean, it's just a miracle. And so I let myself lean into that and feel that. And y'all, you know what that cellular response, that thing I was feeling in my body for both of those examples? It's love. It's love. Love lives inside of us. It is the energy that makes us go. It is the reason that why we are breathing, I believe. So as we allow love to show up in our lives, it's almost contagious. You almost see it showing up everywhere. And I ran into a dear friend the other day, and she was talking about like some of the animosity in our community on some of the platforms out there. And later on, I was thinking about it because I've experienced it too. And I was just thinking about how I, since I've been off that platform, which tends to portray our community on a macro level, it's really forced me to see my community on a micro level. And you know what I see? I see my literal neighbors, the ones across the street, the ones next door to me. Um, There's one, have I told you all about her yet? Um, She's corner to me who is a painter and she paints rocks with these beautiful words on them, like love and hope and peace and trust. And I always run into them on the trail just when I need to see them. Um, I, this morning, <laughs> the guy who picks up our trash has the hugest, most amazing smile. And literally I was sitting in the garage with Weston contemplating, should I work out or should I walk? And I did neither. <laughs> but I heard my gr- my trash can being rolled up my driveway. And I looked, I ran out and he was rolling my trash can up to my fence. And like, oh, come on. Like there's probably, I don't even know how many houses, like 500 houses of trash you have to pick up today. And it was just the most beautiful act of love. Like when you start to open your eyes, you start to see it around you. And we all need love. Like even the person that gives you a grumpy face behind their mask right now, Like really what they're asking for is love. Like really they're living in some story, probably some story of fear or longing or loneliness. And I know it's hard because we all feel depleted right now, but um, more than anything, they are asking for love. And sometimes we choose to give it and sometimes we don't, but here's the secret. The more you give love away, the more you end up receiving it for yourself. So that's 
one of the secrets to life is that when we feel like we want to withhold, and sometimes we have a quote right to, right? Like someone's done us wrong, or but the gift is really the giving becomes the receiving for us. So look around. So we're going to protect ourselves from things that tend to breed fear in our lives. We're going to open our eyes and choose to look around and see the love that is around us. And number three, I really want us to be honest with ourselves. What do we believe about ourselves when it comes to love? You know, we are so critical of ourselves. And the one thing I can tell you from my experience is the more I criticize myself, uh, the better I do not get. (laughs) Like the more I criticize myself, the more I tend to live in a place of guilt and shame. And it's almost like I'm writing my story in a critical way that's leading me to be more of doing the things I don't want to do. Does that make sense? The more I um, repeat to myself that, oh my gosh, what kind of mom are you? Like, you are not showing up. Did you see how you lost your temper? Like, the more I let those things fill my mind, the more I'm almost telling myself who I am. So for me, one of the most powerful practices I can do, and I am not perfect, and it is a practice, but it is this practice of silence, and I'm going to do a whole episode on this, but just the trying to find five minutes, y'all, five minutes alone in the morning to quiet your mind and separate yourself from your thoughts. So it's not about trying to have a blank mind, but it's about trying to sink into your heart, trying to quiet your mind as you see a thought, just let it pass, and sink in the restfulness that comes from dropping down into your heart. We all have a heart space. We all have a heart space, and it is not only the place that is plumping, pumping the blood that makes us be alive, but it's also the spiritual center of our beings, and you can feel it. We've all had a broken heart, right? We've all been angry. We've all been scared. If you start to notice where those emotions live, you know, some of those emotions can live in our more of like our abdomen, but like you can start to feel You've got a zip code in your heart where a lot of your emotions stem from. And our hearts are energetic places. And we we are able to sit in the silence and drop down into that space and just let the thoughts drift away and really listen to who we are. The core of every single one of us is love, regardless of our actions out there. Inside where our true self is, is a place of love and it is so strong and powerful. And a lot of times we have to quiet that critical mind to get there. The critical mind that tells you who you are, that's not true. The critical mind that wants to define, you know, maybe where you have failed in reaching your goals or how you failed as a spouse or a parent or a friend or failed in your career. As we let those voices simmer down and we actually shut them off, we realize they're just thoughts. They're not reality. That our reality is deeper. It lies in our heart. And that's a very, very, very powerful place. And if you can spend that five minutes a day in silence, reconnecting to your heart, and maybe even picking a word like love or truth or heart or compassion and just gently focusing your attention on that word. The minute your your mind starts to go off into your trail of, you know, thoughts that you tend to have, 
it will make all the difference. I read a quote the other day and it said, um, I don't, I'm going to, I don't, I'm not saying it exactly right now, but it said, um, basically, I don't practice meditation to become good at meditating. I practice meditation to become good at life. And so the magic of those moments of silence aren't actually going to happen in those moments of silence. But the more we reconnect who we really are and that place of strength inside us, in our hearts, that's actually a root of love, the stronger we will be all day long. I promise you. And we will not be perfect. Trust me. But if you can play around with these three little tips... I can almost guarantee you'll start inching your way forward into stepping into this place of love instead of fear. And you will find that there's so much peace and joy that comes from that place. And if you you are a spiritual person at all, you will start to understand that love really is what is making this entire universe function? You know, so many belief systems say that. Um, but do we really believe it in the depths of our hearts, especially when there's so much around us that seems to scream the opposite? Um, love really is so powerful. And so I want to encourage you in this time. You are loved. You are made of love. You are so important and we need you so badly to step into who you really are. Let that fear go. It is not serving you. Let it go. Take the burdens off your shoulders. Listen to your negative emotions. Let them lead you to the root and don't be ashamed of them. Just let them be your teachers to teach you what's going on underneath and the areas in your life where you can grow. And let's all work together to love one another better and to live lives that are super strong and rooted in love. I hope that this is encouraging to you. The last thing I want to do is put another to-do on your plate. But I really think that as you choose love, it will actually give you so much freedom and joy. And it will make your load a whole lot lighter. So I want to hear from you. What are some ways that you've seen love show up this week in your personal life, in your community, in your home? Share those things with me. And if this was encouraging to you, will you pass this on to a friend and let them know that they are loved and that you are grateful for them in your life? And if you get a chance, would you rate this podcast if it was helpful to you just to help me as I'm getting started? Um, Because the more ratings that I have, the more I will be able to serve people with this message of hopefully hope and love and peace and strength. Um, Thank you so much. Your time is precious to me. I hope you have a fabulous day and I cannot wait to meet with you on the next episode. Have a great day. Bye, y'all.